0: Welcome to Gospel Games, where the goal each week is to give you, the student leaders and our campus fellowships, some helpful tips and tidbits for ministry fitness. My name is Mark Fodale. I serve as your host and trainer in this virtual workout room for gospel strengthening and encouragement. Now, last week we spoke at some length about one of the most seemingly common yet gospel-significant things that you and I do every day. And we learned that this everyday event is both addressed by the Scriptures and is a tangible overflow of the work of the Spirit in our lives. We talked about entering a room. More specifically, a room that already has people in it, and even more specifically, a room with people already in it who are gathered for a gospel or ministry or fellowship event. And if you recall, the one verse we marinated in and chewed on last week was Romans 15, verse 7, where Paul wrote, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Let me tell you, friends, all this past week, as I have entered rooms numerous times every day, I have pondered and I have prayed, Lord, help me to welcome others in a way that reflects how Jesus has welcomed me into his kingdom. And may you gain much glory from that. Well, today, I want to go to the next step. I want us to move from welcoming people to talking to people. And to be clear, uh, not simply talking to people we know and like and enjoy, but talking to people we don't know well, or even at all. People who are not in our normal circle of relationships. I, I think that's still called a squad, Right. Talking to people that you and I meet, perhaps for the very first time. That's right, I wanna talk about that awkward pause between hi and knowing what to say next. I wanna talk today about the art of small talk. Now, to get us started, here's an online definition of small talk. This writer says small talk is polite conversation. About unimportant or uncontroversial matters, especially as engaged in on social occasions. That writer went on to say this whether you're networking, speaking with someone you have never met before, or meeting and greeting others in a casual setting, you must be able to first build rapport with casual conversation. And that starts with small talk. <laughs> so think about it this way: small talk is the bridge between the initial greeting and the anticipated and maybe eventual deep dive. Small talk helps us to initially get to know someone, build bridges of connection and trust, and establish a foundation for further inroads. You know, I, I like to think about it this way: most Great friendships start with a simple hello, then they move through various stages of small talk, and then they finally deepen and blossomed into a cherished connection. You know, as leaders, you and I must master the art and the science of small talk. It is a valuable instrument in your ministry tool belt. It's an increasingly lost art in a relationally awkward culture. And friends, more than anything, it's a powerful way to bestow honor and dignity on those made in the image of God. You know, not other than Teddy Roosevelt, our former president of a past generation who was widely known to be able to talk to and listen well that just about anyone who came across this path, he once said this, I believe that the first test and sign of a truly great person is their humility. But by humility, I don't mean doubt of their power or capacity. Instead, really great men and women have a curious feeling that greatness is not in them, but it is always through them. Because of their humility, they see the image of God in every other person and are therefore endlessly and incredibly merciful, curious, and inquisitive. I, I, I love that last phrase, because others are made in God's image. We honor God by being incredibly and endlessly merciful, curious, and inquisitive. In other words, we bestow dignity on another person even in and through the mundane task of small talk. Now, before we get into some small talk principles, I really feel like we need to talk for a bit about potential roadblocks. So, why is small talk hard or or awkward, or uncomfortable, even unnatural for so many of us? I think there's three reasons. First, some of us have convinced ourselves that we are not built for small talk. Now, perhaps you thought or even concluded, you know what? I'm an internal processor. That's right. I'm an introvert. Small talk may be for others, but well, not for me. And in response, may I gently say, really? Isn't the power of the gospel in you greater than your inborn capacities and leanings? Don't, don't the scriptures promise the reality of new creation in the life of a Christian? And doesn't that new creationness even extend to conversation patterns? Have you ever prayed that God would make you more outward and more bold and more welcoming in conversations? Have you ever prayed that he would add to your internal processing outward energy and interest? Dear friend, could it be that perhaps, just maybe, you have not because you ask not? Well, here's the second reason. The second reason small talk may be hard, even awkward for many of us, is simply that We've never been trained in it. I know that was true for me for many, many years. I grew up in a family where conversations were limited to updates about schedules and responsibilities. My parents, sadly, had very few friends, at least as far as I can recall. We didn't really interact with our neighbors much, and we rarely, if ever, had people over to our house. So, looking back, there was no real model in my upbringing of people drawing others out in conversation or laboring to listen and understand. I remember it at least vaguely. At my age, the conversations were more dominated by someone talking about their own interests and then withdrawing in silence when they were in center stage or when the topic no longer held their interest. And so. Perhaps you, too, have not been trained in small talk, or you've been trained or trained yourself in ways that make small talk hard, sometimes even impossible. Maybe with you, you most often are interested in talking about, well, you, or even just not talking at all. Perhaps you've never learned to ask good questions and then wait for an answer and then build the conversation from there. Perhaps you've been trained or you've trained yourself to be a silent receiver or a passive participant. You simply keep to yourself until someone else takes the initiative with you. And finally, the third reason I think that small talk is hard for many, if not most of us, is this. Uh, simply and sadly, we are by nature self-centered. We are in tune to what we want in a situation, and how we feel, and what will serve our particular needs. And you see, small talk, by its very nature and design, forces us to, in the words of Paul from Philippians 2, consider the needs of others above our own. Listen, friends, apart from the transforming power of the gospel, that consideration is not only difficult. It is well nigh impossible. I mean, No wonder small talk is hard for us. Our hearts cry out, but what's in it for me? And this is uncomfortable. But make no mistake. The promise of the gospel is to make inward slaves into outward servants. Well, if any of all of that applies to you, and I know that much of it did and sadly still does apply to me, I have really great news. God wants to change you and he wants to use you. He wants to free you from your past patterns and preoccupations and to free you for all that his spirit has for you as a new creation being remade to resemble Jesus himself. So let's begin today by faith to press into some small talk principles. They are short, sweet, insightful, and helpful, and to be true, I mostly glean them from other people and resources. (laughs) So let's start with two, and we'll do the rest next week. Here's the first principle. Most people actually like to talk about themselves, so let them. I'll say it again. Most people actually like to talk about themselves, so let them. You see, in small talk, we're simply tapping into the inclination that most people have to talk about themselves. Whether it be their opinions or their interests or their feelings or their concerns, most people have something to say about, well, something. And all you and I are doing in small talk is clearing the way for them to talk. So here's the first principle. Most people like to talk about themselves, so let them. And here's the second one. Learn to ask good, open-ended questions, and then ask them. Here it is again. Learn to ask good, open-ended questions, and then ask them. You know what I mean by a good, open-ended question, right? It's a question that is not answered by a one-word statement, but rather paves the way for further talk. So, By way of contrast, here's a poor small talk question. How was your day? Or another version is, how are you? Yeah, I don't know about you, but I I never know how to answer those questions. They're too vague and too broad. And so unless I already have a firm relationship with the other person, I, I just typically answer, fine. And then I move on. Here are some better questions. Hey, tell me about your day. Any highs, any lows, any surprises? Here's another. What was the best part of this week so far for you? How about, hey, what brought you to Bible study tonight? Or perhaps what surprised you the most during the meeting? Or here's sort of a general one, but what's been the best class you've taken so far? Tell me about it. And then, as a follow-up, tell me what was the most interesting part of that class? You know, good question askers have learned the skill of thinking through their questions and even adjusting their patterns to draw people out rather than shut them down. So try it this week at, at church or DCF or Bible study even in class. i I would love to know how it goes. Okay, we really need to wrap up. <laughs> Next week, let's talk through some more small talk small talk principles. And then, two weeks from now, I want to talk about how to move from small talk to gospel talk. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. You know, as always, if you have any questions or comments, just throw me an email at podcast at And as always, thanks for tuning in to Gospel Gains.